Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. Today's message is Christ was born at the right time for all time. He was born at the right time for all time. Luke chapter 2, begin reading at verse 1. It came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Curinus was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. On over to the book of Galatians. Yes, the Christmas story is in a lot of places throughout the Bible, even in Galatians. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Christ was born at the right time for all time. They say it, I say it, I believe it, they sing about it, I love to sing about it, that this is the most wonderful time of the year, right? Oh yes it is. And it is wonderful because it's nice to have a white Christmas, isn't it today? I think I read somewhere since in the late 1800s, Kansas City has only had about 25 white Christmases, and here we are in our lifetime enjoying a beautiful white Christmas today, amen. It's great to have all of the good food, see all of the good friends, exchange gifts, have some time off doing all of those fun things. But we know the real reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year, because the Spirit moved upon Isaiah long before Messiah was ever born, and he wrote a word to Israel and to all of us here as a church that the day would come when Messiah would be born, that a virgin would conceive Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall rest upon his shoulders, and his kingdom will have no end. And his name shall be called Wonderful. And that is why this is the most wonderful time of the year, because God himself manifested in the flesh, and his name is Wonderful. His name forgave us. His name saved us. His name washed away all of our sins. His name and filled us with his spirit. His name cleansed us from all of our sins. His name has healed us of our sicknesses and it has performed miracles. That's why we celebrate this wonderful time of the year because the name of Jesus is real. It has power and that name, amen, could do something special for you today. The service is for anybody that feels like God doesn't have time for you. I've come to tell you, just like we read here this morning, amen, that when time was full, God sent forth his son, God himself manifested in the flesh, amen, because he didn't want to give up on the world, but give the world another chance, amen, to be where he is, praise the Lord. The fullness of time, it simply means 
the world events had come to complete fruition. There was no empty space in time since the beginning of creation to the birth of Christ to this day. No empty spaces at all. All had been accomplished. All had been put into place in the past and the present and the future. And it was God's time to come to this world and to redeem all of us in the year that we call A.D. Zero. You think about that. That is a very interesting time period for the Lord to be born. I want you right now to think about the year that you were born. I was born in 1982. Was that a good year for the Lord to be born? Well, let's take a look. Ronald Reagan was president. In that year, that time, the first episode of The Late Night Show with David Letterman debuted. It was also the year, the first issue of the, U the USA Today that was published. Some of you may remember that was the year also of the breakup of AT&T. They broke up that monopoly that was ordered. It was also the year of the largest cash robbery in all of history. It happened in New York City. $9,800,000 stolen from an armored car. Also in that year, doctors performed for the first time. They implanted a permanent artificial heart into somebody. In that year, the cost of a gallon of gas was 91 cents. A new car... <laughs> Average, yeah, you're laughing now. Oh, those were the good old days. The average new car was around $8,000, and a loaf of bread was 50 cents. Looking at that year, I don't think that was the year that God would have wanted to come. There was not a fullness of time there. But you look through all out human history, and even in your Bible history, why did God choose that time period at that time for all time? You know, he could have manifested when Babel, that big tower, was being built. He could have manifested when the children of Israel were enslaved in Egypt, but he did not manifest. Instead, he sent his servant, Moses. He could have come when the Canaanites were in the highest part of their empire, but the Lord sent Joshua. He could have manifested when Assyria came against Israel, but no, he sent great prophets like Elijah and Elisha. Could have come during the time of Babylon, but he didn't. Instead, he sent men like Ezekiel and Daniel. He could have come in Persia, but he didn't. He could have come during the time of the Greek Empire. But instead, he chose the Roman Empire. Because in that time, I believe, like we read, the spirit of the age and the spirit of darkness and the forces the antagonistic spirits against God, Satan himself and his empire, wanted to create an empire, one empire that would rule the world, and one man would rule the world as a god, this Caesar Augustus. Satan knew, according to Daniel's prophecy and of the other prophets, a Messiah would soon be born after all of these great empires fell. And what Satan was trying to do was to set up a day and a time for himself and all the world to be worshipped through one man. You know what he was trying to do? Steal God's idea. The original Grinch in the Christmas story is not the Grinch himself. But it was Satan who was trying to slither and slunk. And steal what God wanted to give us. And my friend, Satan can try to counterfeit it all. He can try to recreate it all. He has no imagination. But God has laid out a perfect plan for mankind to be saved and to be redeemed. 
I know it's beautiful and so precious to think about a little baby. But for a moment, when you think about the Lord as a baby, you're not just seeing just a precious little baby boy. Oh, no, but you are seeing a king and a conqueror, amen, that could bring down world empires and set up an empire for himself in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. That time when Jesus was born, the time that would minister to all time, the pyramids were only 2,500 years old. Roman Colosseum had not even been built yet. And the temple in Jerusalem, all of Herod's additions, was still fairly new. Pax Romana had been declared by Rome the time of Roman peace. Although it had little to do with peace, there was constant turmoil. Caesar Augustus had declared a great registration all throughout the world. And even that itself was breaking Old Testament law because God commanded, you shall not number your people. For God never wanted mankind to be a number, but he wanted us to have a name. Amen. The Syrian governor, in the Latin, it would have been Quirinius. But here in Kansas City, we're just going to call him Curinus. <laughs> Gather together all of the Galileans and the Judeans to be registered. Caesar decreed that mankind should be registered under Rome, but during all of that time, in the fullness of time, heaven was declaring that mankind had an opportunity to be registered in heaven by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Curinus said to everybody, return to your house that we may know who you are. But Jesus came saying, return to the house of the Lord Jesus Christ where you truly belong. That is the power of redemption. Although it seemed cruel, it seemed like a government overreached, but God had structured it and allowed the forces of darkness to do what they were wanting to do. Because if it would have never been for this decree, Mary and Joseph may have never went to Bethlehem. But because of this decree, they did go to Bethlehem, fulfilling the prophecy by Micah hundreds of years earlier that out of Bethlehem, amen, Messiah would be born. That is why it was in the fullness of time. Because the world was being set. The governing powers of mankind were trying to take over the world. And prophecy was beginning to be fulfilled. Out of Bethlehem, amen, a star would arise. Not only that, but Jacob, all the way back in the book of Genesis, Genesis 49, he prophesied to his son Judah, who he foresaw Messiah would come out of that tribe. And he said that when Shiloh is come, the law would depart. That is exactly what happened because since that time from Moses to the time of Christ, Israel always had a lawgiver and always a law enforcer. But when this Roman Empire, the men, the nation that worshiped their own rulers, their own men, their own Caesars, they took the law away from Israel, thus fulfilling the word of God, that law would be taken from them and Israel could no longer enforce their own law. You know when that happened? Right around the time of Jesus Christ being born. Because God wanted his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, to be the true lawgiver. That's why Jesus said when he was grown, I didn't come to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill it. He fulfilled time, amen, by fulfilling the law, by becoming the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, amen, to take away all of our sins. It was a perfect time. For the Lord to fulfill prophecy and to minister to us for all time. To be registered 
be entered or recorded in the official directory of Rome. This is what happened to the Lord. He was registered in Bethlehem of the house and the lineage of David, fulfilling another prophecy giving to his forefather David that of his seed there would be always a ruler upon the throne. And David foresaw that one day one of his descendants, he himself, would call him Lord. That is the fulfillment of time for all time. Praise the Lord. You see, most of us, when we, come, when we know that we're about to have a son or a daughter born, a baby born, we structure our lives around that baby. But Jesus, it was different. God was not structuring the world around that baby, but instead God structured that baby around this world. The right moment at the right time for all time. Can you say amen? Matthew opens up his gospel with the lineage of Jesus. The musicians would please come. He said, from the time of Adam to Abraham was 14 generations. And from the time of David, or excuse me, from the time of Abraham to David was 14 generations. And then from the time of David to Babylon was 14 generations. And then the time of the captivity of Babylon to the birth of Jesus was 14 generations. You think about this, kind of getting deeper and deeper into the Bible, things I've read, things that were revealed to me. Most of us come from a Western mindset. We're a Western nation. But if you begin to think Hebrew, this is very, very significant. The Hebrews went off a lunar calendar. That's how the Jews track time, by what the moon did. Most of us, it's a solar calendar. The moon phases from waxing full moon to waning goes from right to left. That's how you see the moon light up from right to left. And even the Hebrews, when they write, write from right to left. Everything in their mind is right to left. And when the Bible says, beginning with Adam to Abraham, that is when, as it were, the world and Israel, the kingdom began to wax. From Adam to Abraham being 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 generations. That is the waxing of mankind. As it were, from Abraham, who began with nothing, to David after 14 generations, the fullness of time, being in David and Solomon's kingdom, that's when Israel was fulfilled. But then you look from David to Babylon, 14 generations after that, that is when the kingdom began to wane and went back into darkness. But a light began to shine as Israel began to come back out of Babylon. And 14 generations later, as it were, it was like the moon began to wane again. And after 14 generations, the fullness of God manifested through the Lord Jesus Christ. And since that time, the light of God is never going to wax. The light of God is never going to wane. But as it were, amen, Jesus Christ, it's always high noon with him because every gift that cometh from above come down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. It happened in that day and that time because it was perfect for spiritual light to shine forever on things past, things present, and for us here in the future. Rest assured, the birth of Jesus Christ it's not just about his birth, 
but it also bears witness of what will one day come, and that is when the Lord shall return for us. Having studied a lot of Bible prophecy, you know what I think is going to happen? As the world was when he was first born, so shall it be at his second coming. One man will arise saying, I am God, I am ruler, and will begin to demand registration on the world. The world will be under total control. It is Satan's way to try to steal what God had in mind all along. But you read your Bible when that time comes. In a single hour, everything crumbles and Jesus Christ is Lord. Praise God. This Christmas season, I believe, is a prophetic fulfillment of what will one day come. We celebrate Christmas Some of you started celebrating back in July, but for the rest of us about two weeks ago. You know what it's symbolic of? The coming of the Lord. And then what is New Year symbolic of? A new day, a new time. It's symbolic of the resurrection that will one day come. God coming into this world is a message to us that if he came into this world one day, we can go to where he is. That is up in heaven. That is the power of redemption. This beautiful baby, the Lord Jesus Christ, came to redeem your soul and to redeem your life from this dark and fallen world at the perfect time for all time. Some of you may feel so distant from God in this season because you think it happened so long ago and here I am so far. Think about our world here today. It's not that much different than what was happening there in the first year. Now we're facing, I know we're coming out of the pandemic, thank the Lord, but it's still with us. You're hearing about wars. You're hearing about rumors of nuclear wars. You're hearing about rumors of famine and shortages. The time that Jesus came was a hard time. When he came at that time, it was for all time, for our time here in Kansas City in 2022. I've come to tell you that this worship service has pleased the Lord and you gathering here has pleased the Lord and the good shepherd has come, amen, to gather us unto him. And if you just need the feeling of being redeemed and brought out of this world, this service and this Christmas is for you. I invite you right now where you are, if you would please stand, amen, with your hands raised. And let's just worship this Lord like the wise men did, like the shepherds did because a redeemer has been born at the perfect and the right time. And that's why we still celebrate it. Because if it was back then, amen, it can be alive here and now. The Redeemer is here. The light of God is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May your heart be comforted now. For those of you that feel like this world wants to control you, you feel like, as it were, you're having the journey to be registered, having the journey to worship a false god. I've come to tell you, you don't have to be forced into it. Oh, no, but you can be liberated by the true Jesus and the true Lord here in this time. Hallelujah. I pray, man, against all fear and doubt of our day and age. The lies of the devil would make you think that God has given up on the world. Oh, no, Christ is coming back, and the signs are pointing to it. From the time of Abraham to David to Babylon to Jesus' time to here and now, that there is a king, and his name is Jesus and he rules from his heavenly throne. Hallelujah. Oh, can you clap your hands unto the Lord and shout unto him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.